I'm Shannon, and when I color, I rarely stay inside the lines. And I'm Emma, and I put a bird on my head. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't. Don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. I revealed too much too soon. I was emotionally slutty. Okay, I'm a big whore. I think we have a stiff breeze. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you say something bitchy about someone we know. That's bullshit, Gary! I would never. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Okay, so in the first... Okay, well, number one, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day Um, to you, Emma, right across from me, to everyone listening to this uh belated valentine's day it's hard to celebrate on a tuesday we we see you we well we can't see you but we hear you um yeah so this is like a special little love episode to you and this is really inspired actually by the first sex in the city movie so in the first movie carrie takes out a fictional book from the library called love letters from great men and big makes a joke that he doesn't write her love letters he asks like well does a love fax count i i guess at a certain time period but uh perhaps not when he asked that question (laughs) like he had email like what like we're past faxing at this point i mean i guess that was like an antiquated thing to say but i don't know faxing to me now is just so i like i can't fathom it like why you know, you can take a picture of something or scan. Anyway, this is not about faxing. This is about love faxing. Um, so after the fallout from their almost wedding, Carrie realizes that Big has actually been trying to get in touch with her by sending her not even just a love fax, but emails that are basically retyped love letters from other men. So this man just literally went to the library, took out the same book and just retyped like all of the letters that I guess Carrie like was really taken with. Um, and then one that he typed himself was like, I'm sorry, I fucked up or something to that effect. Anyway, I feel like that's kind of a poor effort in terms of like love wordiness. Carrie's a writer. I feel like she responds to written things. Um, and there's so many love quotes out there that I think are far better than Big's love facts, love email attempt. So yeah, in this like little love letter episode for, for you listeners, for you, Emma, for me, self-love's important too. Um, we're going to be breaking down some of our favorite and maybe not so favorite love quotes that are varying degrees of popularity and about varying <laughs> uh, expressions of love. And we're going to see how they stack up against Big's love facts slash email. Yes. And fun fact, when I was looking up quotes for this episode, well, I mean, you already did mention that it is a fictional book. Love Letters from Great Men is the book that, of course, Carrie took out at the library. Um, but apparently after the movie came out, people rushed home googled it wanted to buy it people wanted this book and were like wildly disappointed that it didn't actually exist that's really funny um also just a quick disclaimer there are spoilers in this episode from various i mean famous things that you have likely seen but just a fair warning if you hear a name it's probably going to be spoiled so if you don't want that 
Yes. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a pretty full deck of quotes spanning multiple decades, uh, including most recently something that aired a mere weeks ago. A few weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers are a warrant. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, go ahead. Okay. So, love quote. Yes. I want to kick us off with a love quote that I've seen circulate in the ether. I've seen this movie and I just, I don't care for it and I don't care for the quotes and I don't care for them out of context and I don't care for them in context. So I don't know how this stacks up against the love facts, uh, <laughs> but it's from Jerry Maguire and it's the famous, it's kind of like an exchange between Jerry Maguire played by Tom Cruise with, um, I believe his wife in the movie. Uh, Renee Zellweger and he comes in gives this long explanation after they've had like kind of a tiff between each other and he says you complete me very emotionally and she says you had me actually she tells him to shut up and then she says you had me at hello and then they embrace very lovingly and I just I don't know like this really doesn't do it for me you know like after a big fight like you complete me, you had me at hello. I don't know. There's there's something about this that doesn't carry me. It feels floofy. <laughs> it's very floofy to me. I I haven't seen this movie. I've definitely heard this quote. I've heard I I do I reject the idea of another person completing another person or mm-hmm. like you being the other half of a person or like being incomplete with another person so yeah i don't like this quote I agreed like agreed put mm. it in the fax machine <laughs> to <Yeah>. hell <laughs> i don't know <laughs> wait so how do you reach heaven is that is that an email is that a phone call <laughs> so <laughs> faxing goes to hell definitely email emails will never die yeah. I, I email has stood the test of time and it's going to continue to exist and be useful <laughs> but this uh, one could be an effects to hell yeah. you complete me you had me at hello don't like it yeah agreed um next one <laughs> completely different vibe but that's okay um so i'm watching shannon and i are both watching the last of us as you all should be too even if you okay just like a side note on Last of Us, even if you don't like Apocalypse and stuff, I feel like my parents are, and I too am very much like I don't like zombies, mm. but it's very good. Anyways, episode three, of course, everyone was just talking about it very recently, long, long time, um, where the love story of oh my god, I forgot his name, Frank, Bill and Frank, Bill and Frank unfolds, <laughs> unfolds, uh, and he says. Oh my god, which one is it? Is it Frank or is it Bill? You know what? I literally can't remember. There it's Ron Swanson. <laughs> it's Ron Swanson. <laughs> yes. Ron Swanson. I think it's I think that's Bill. I'm pretty sure that's Bill. I think you're right. So but I'm gonna continue with Ron Swanson says to Murray Bartlett. <laughs> I also like that I don't know the actor's name who plays Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. That's fair. He really embodied uh, Ron he, Swanson. He is Ron Swanson. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> I'm totally ruining the moment but he's you know their uh, their love story has unfolded and he says i was never afraid before you showed up mm. oh destroyed me absolutely yeah. destroyed me if you haven't watched that episode watch it 
I think that's such I, I like I'm he's saying this in in context of like a post-apocalyptic like world like everything's kind of fallen apart but I I think that I like this quote because it really stands up like outside of that too like I was never afraid before you before you showed up before you came like however you want to like twist it um yeah I think this is a really really sweet sentiment and it really highlights like you know love can be a scary thing Mm -hmm. and it's it's just like highlighting Mm. that fear like the fear of losing somebody or the fear of um how your life changes when somebody comes into it that's that's such that's so important like such a special person so really beautiful quote really beautiful episode um it it gets an email to heaven (laughs) that's how we can write these quotes (laughs) they're a love fax to hell or an email to heaven (laughs) yes (laughs) All right, that one's going straight to heaven. Um, straight to Big's bed in heaven. <laughs> well, he can't be in that bed. He's writing love faxes in hell. Oh, my God. Okay, so I've got from Bridget Jones, one of my favorite movies of all time, um, Mark Darcy, the one of the titular... Um, I guess not titular. He's not Bridget Jones. (laughs) Mark Darcy's diary. I want to... I want to watch that movie. Do you? He's a lot of law notes. Yeah, maybe not. He's a top barrister. Very well off. Um... And don't get me started. I'll quote that whole movie. Um, no, sorry. Uh, from Bridget Jones' main love interest, Mark Darcy, um, he says to her, "No, I like you very much, just as you are." Straight to heaven. Email to heaven. Email to heaven. I love this so much because I think for me, like, I'm not a super romantic person, so I really love when something can so simply so casually but so like lovingly express like a sentiment all in one and for me this quote really gets it because mark is saying this to bridget after she feels like she's made a fool of herself at a dinner party he comes after her um and he he also kind of like peppers this this is part of like a, a longer kind of piece of dialogue where he says like oh well there are elements of the ridiculous about you like you know your mother's weird and you definitely you're not a good verbal speaker (laughs) um but yeah I really I love I love the sentiment I think it's just so easy and so clear and I also want to give a shout out to the OG Darcy that's the character Mark Darcy was based on which was Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice who also has a pretty banging uh love quote um do I know it off the top of my head no but uh, <laughs> something to the effect of, like, you've bewitched me, body and soul. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty fire emoji. <laughs> when did I become, like, a young man, like, rating things on my YouTube page? <laughs> that's pretty fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, straight to heaven. Great quote. I mean, I like you very much just as you are. That is the epitome of love. Mm-hmm. That is literally what strong relationships are based on. Yes. 
accepting flaws and loving someone for who they are. Perfect. Absolutely. Excellent. Mark straight Darcy. to heaven. Both Darcy's. Straight to heaven. Both Darcy's. <laughs> it sent in an email to heaven. <laughs> OG Darcy is like, I'll see you there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, MIG. I'll do the next one too. Yeah. Um, okay, so next one we have got Noah Calhoun or Ryan Gosling from The Notebook in a very fiery um, kind of speech to Rachel McAdams, Ali something. Oh, can't remember her full name. Um, he says, So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to have to work at this every day, but I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever, you and me, every day. So, I don't know. I think this one's going to stay on Earth for me. Because um, like, there are parts purgatory, of Purgatory, perhaps. <laughs> What's purgatory? <laughs> is that like a handwritten... Is that a Teams message? <laughs> Slack message? Oh, Teams my God. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, I like parts of it because I like the... I like when people acknowledge that relationships aren't always like a walk in the park. And I think that that's like a really important piece of talking about love is that it's just, it's not always easy. It is, it is work. It, it is hard work. This is part of a larger uh, kind of, again, exchange with him and Allie where he's also kind of saying, you're going to be a pain in the ass. And I'm like, I feel like he goes a little far with it um, when taking, like, out of context. That's, like, a little bit harsh, which is why, for me, it's kind of staying in purgatory. But I like the sentiment of, like, this is going to be really hard, but I want to do this because I want you and I love you and I'm ready to make this work. I'm ready to put in that work with you, which that sentiment, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Totally agreed. I think the acknowledgement that marriage and relationships aren't easy is so important. Um, yeah, I don't know the context, so I will agree with you and say stays on earth. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fire. Fire emoji. <laughs> um, okay. I have my, this one's a bit longer because it is a poem, uh, from 10 things I hate about you. Uh, after I, I don't remember any character. Oh, cat, cat and Patrick, uh, Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. Yeah. They, to be honest, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, because she found out that it was all a ruse and that mm. he was being paid to take her on dates and blah, yes. blah, blah. So, of course, she's very upset. But yeah. plan failed. They actually fell in love. Oopsie poopsie. Um, <laughs> but she's still mad, as she should be. And she, I'm going to recite this poem for you. She says, I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much. It makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around. Oh my God, I'm tearing up right now. Oh no. <laughs> I love this moment. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Aww. And then she runs out of the classroom crying. It's so good. I mm. love that moment so much. Straight to heaven. Email to heaven for me. Email to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's so sweet. 
Um, so I have an exchange between uh, Heath Ledger, once again, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this Yeah, one. I think I do too. I mean, it's... I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain in a very long time. I don't remember it very well. Um, it's just it just kind of makes me feel sad because yeah. it's very much like, you know, they love each other. Their love for each other. Hey, we got Heath Ledger again. We right? did, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, their love for each other is genuine, um, but they're kind of like faced with the the force of the outside world that is like yeah. imposing upon them and so i think there's just like extra pressure here i wish yeah. i knew how to quit you it's just sad it makes me sad i don't know i i i agree with you i think that's really my um my kind of like pause with this too is just it it yeah there's that tone of sadness behind it of like i love you so much and the whole world literally does not let us be together they're so like the town that they live in, the time period, their wives, their families, like there's so much really working against their relationship and he's still like, they're, yeah, they're still in love. Like they still, they can't quit each other. I should rewatch Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Is it good? <laughs> That's okay. You know what? I think I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't seen it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It'd be worth a rewatch. Yeah. Um, but I, so one, another one that I had, oh, I guess we don't, is that an email to heaven or? I think, I think that's staying on earth. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I don't know if I would put it in purgatory. <laughs> it's not in the Microsoft Teams chat. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I've actually never used Microsoft Teams. And you should be so thankful. <laughs> I am. I hear nothing but bad things. It's terrible. <laughs> Um, but yes, so I also chose one from one of my favorite movies, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, um, which is translated from French, which I always find interesting. Um, I have studied mm. French, um, but I'm not by any means an expert. Um, but I do know that things kind of get lost in translation. So mm. I do wonder about this quote, but I pulled it and she says, you were right. I am scared. Do all lovers feel like they're inventing something? I know the gestures. I imagined it all waiting for you. Mm. And I love this love. I love this movie. <laughs> my my girlfriend and I always joke about the lesbian glance. Mm. So much glancing. Just glancing yeah. across the room mm -hmm. in that deep longing. Mm. Um, but yeah, do all lovers feel they're inventing something? I think this is really mm. powerful. It's a really powerful way to capture like how love feels, especially when it's like fresh. Yeah. You know, it's like it feels like a feeling that nobody else could possibly have. Yes. And yet you've been told. I mean, we watch Sex in the City as teenagers and we are told how love is supposed to feel. Mm. And yeah, it's just it's such a eloquently way or an eloquent way to describe it so for me email to heaven mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree I love like this idea of like every like uh partnership pair of lovers what have you like you're inventing something very unique like just the two of you even though like at the same time I love kind of the balance of this quote like I know the gestures I imagined it all um 
so you you also know the beats you know what to expect but at the same time it feels like something really unique and special just between two people Mm -hmm. um so i yeah i love that i think this is a really this is a really rich text straight to heaven straight there yes um moving on to uh perhaps slightly less rich text uh (laughs) a quote from uh kate blanchett uh carol Ert. I believe is how you say your last name, um, in the movie Carol. I love you. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Carol? I haven't seen Carol. Oh, I was so positive you had. I think Jamie and I tried to watch it once and we mm. thought it was boring. Okay. <laughs> There's but a lot of glancing in that movie too. A lot of glancing. Yeah, a lot I, of glancing. I gotta sit down and watch it. I do. It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, from my outside perspective... It's classic. It's to the point. I think I need some context. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so for context, this is part of like a, a longer scene. They're both sitting at a restaurant. Um, kind of the nature of their relationship is that there's a lot of things like not being said. So like a lot of their relationship, you're kind of like building off of like how they're interacting with each other, like outside of what they're saying. Um, so there's a lot of buildup um, in that scene. And it kind of just... Uh, Kate Blanchett is uh, saying to Therese or Rooney Mara, um, you know, like, I, I'm i going to move to this apartment and, like, you can come, like, live with me, huh? Like, mm, that'd be great. And then just kind of, like, immediately stops and, like, looks and says, I love you. And then they're interrupted by this other man that's also mm-hmm. pursuing um, Rooney Mara. But I do, I do love, like, the simplicity of it. I love just, like, saying it. I think, um, like... <laughs> There's lots of lesbian glancing in, uh, uh, you know, romantic movies between between two women, two femme people. Um, and I love that this just kind of like says it, you know, in a movie with so much glancing. <laughs> there's just kind of it's all distilled down. Somebody's got to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this one stays on heaven, too, because it's like the least you could do. <laughs> yeah. Or, stays on heaven. <laughs> stays on earth. <laughs> I no, I mean after you explain the context, I I think this is an email to heaven. I think okay. it's it it you're absolutely right. And it, it I mean it's like the joke or it's another joke with lesbians that are like, "Oh, like I don't know if my wife likes me or not." Mm. Like it's like there is a lot that's left unsaid and mm-hmm. I think that saying something that is traditionally like, you know, I mean, it's heteronormative in the way that it's just so open and free yes. to say in a hetero relationship. Um, but yeah, I think it's an email to heaven. Sick. Okay, I'll close sign on that. Sick. CC me on that one. <laughs> oh my god, I love this rating system. It's very silly. It, it's so silly, and I love that we're using, like, I don't know, some sort of professional <laughs> lingo to talk about love quotes. Hey, it's, when it works, it works. You know what? That's the balance I want uh, as a not super romantic person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do you want to read the next one or do you want me to? Uh, you can read it. Okay. Um, so this one is a little bit of an exchange um, between two characters in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, so Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet are love interests. And Jim Carrey says, I can't see anything that I don't like about you. Um, Kate Winslet says, but you will. But you will. You know, 
you will think of things and I'll get bored with you and feel trapped because that's what happens with me. And then he just kind of like looks at her in a very sweet, like puppy dog way and says, okay. And she just looks at him as like, okay. So they're kind of like entering into this like relationship that I think one of them is very much like that. Well, this isn't going to last. Like we're not going to last together. And unfortunately the relationship doesn't, but he still is so willing to, to do that with her. You know, he's, he's willing to take that risk for, for love. I just, I love their like exchange of, okay. That acceptance. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like I'm willing to, to risk it all for you. Even if you know exactly how this is going to end up, I still want that journey with you. I love that. That's an email to heaven for me. I, I have seen eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, but it's again, it's been a while. I, I agree. I think that one I would like to to rewatch. I think I, I had certain opinions of it the first time I watched it, and I would love to revisit it. Yeah, email to heaven. We're gonna we're gonna CC a BCC a rewatch of it. That, uh, that doesn't work. Okay, so next we've got uh, love. Actually, I actually can't remember this character's name. Uh, he's the gallery owner who's also a stalker, uh, <laughs> of Kira Knightley's character. Um, and he goes up to Kira Knightley's home and pretends to be carolers and then says, or brings a bunch of signs with messages written on them. And it kind of ends with, to me, you are perfect. And he's expressing, um, excuse me, he's expressing unrequited love. Um, in a very silent way. Um, straight to hell. Straight to hell. Yeah. Hate. Agreed. Hates I mean, it. <laughs> hates it. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I love that so much. Hates it. Oh my gosh, Anthony, are you here with us? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I agree. This like the context of this is just like he's I mean, he's like stalking her. He's uh he was very creepy in how he filmed their wedding video together. It was just all images of her. Um and then it's also like the, she just got married and he's like going and expressing his love and then also just like even just the sentiment to me you are perfect. Um I don't know, perfect. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not on board with this one, I don't think. Nobody's perfect, and you shouldn't put that expectation on someone. Hell yeah. Especially when it's your best friend's new wife. Yeah, fuck you, stalker gallery owner best man. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, see you in hell. (laughs) See you at the fax machine in hell. (laughs) It's just all sixes. That's the fax number. It's just all sixes. (laughs) Of course, of course it is. Uh, Again, I've... (laughs) seen love actually but it has been a long time and i think Mm. i watched it and i didn't quite love it like Mm -hmm. i remember my friend who i watched it with like was like oh i love this movie it's so good and it it didn't really jive with me i don't know wasn't my favorite i think that's really fair i think love actually for me slaps in terms of a christmas movie Mm. um but in terms of a movie movie completely agree like that's a movie that i watch only at Christmas and fills me with some degree of Christmas joy um, or whatever, holiday joy. That's fair. But otherwise, yeah, completely agree. Mm-hmm. 
the next one is also from Shannon, but I'll read it. So it's from Juno. In my opinion, the best thing you can do is find a person who loves you for exactly what you are. Uh, how Mark Darcy of you. Good mood, bad mood, ugly, pretty, handsome, what have you. The right person's still going to think the sun shines out of your ass. That's the kind of person worth sticking with. And I haven't seen Juno in a long time, but I do remember this quote quite well. I remember this scene. Again, the Mark Darcy of it all. That's such good advice. Yes. Just yes. <laughs> and that's coming from dad to Juno. Like, love that. That's a solid head on your shoulders. Absolutely. To receive that advice. And again, like, it's just like such a lovely like sentiment that really balances for me just like kind of funny like kind of tongue-in-cheek um kind of casual but like the sweetness of that is still all enveloped in that that mix absolutely email to heaven <laughs> um okay so i've got a pretty famous-ish one for Grey's anatomy fans um from our girl meredith gray um well, I don't know. I actually didn't really. <laughs> I said that really confidently. I did not really watch Grey's Anatomy, but I did in early seasons, and I do remember this really sticking out for me um, for a couple of reasons. But uh, Meredith says to Derek, who she's kind of pleading with um, to like choose her over his wife, uh, <laughs> your choice, it's simple, her or me. And I'm sure she's really great. But Derek, I love you in a really, really big, pretend to like your taste in music, let you eat the last piece of cheesecake, hold a radio over my head outside your window, unfortunate way that makes me hate you, love you. So pick me, choose me, love me. <sighs> I think this one's going to stay on earth for me. I don't Like the, the pick me, choose me, love me. There's some parts of that that I really like because it's so simple. It's very Shonda Rhimes-esque in that like really simple dialogue set to swelling music that like really makes me believe and buy in it. But I think the context of like Meredith Grey like asking this man to choose between her, the woman he's cheating on his wife with, um, I don't know. There's there's something kind of wonky about it. Also, I think like the the referencing like of all the uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this one doesn't quite do it for me. That is fair. And I've never seen Grey's Anatomy. And looking at this from a completely outsider perspective, I don't. I mean, it's it's kind of like. I guess it's that lack of acknowledgement of. You know, I love you in a really big way. It's yeah. like, OK, I, I don't. I hate to sound pessimistic while we're talking about love quotes and romance, but it's just like, it, it's more than that. It's, mm -hmm. it's more than holding a radio like outside yeah. your house. It's more than like those like, and I don't like this pretend to like your taste in music. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, I know it's kind of supposed to be like whimsical and silly and fun, but yeah, it's just, it's lying. I yes. Don't know. I, from a, as I said, from a completely outside perspective, um, Facts to hell for me. Yeah. Yeah. I see that for sure. And um, yeah, I think he really distilled like the things that I'm not really on board with about this quote. 
But I so vividly remember her saying those last few lines, pick me, choose me, love me. Um, and there's like, there's some staying power in that, but yeah, you're, you're convincing me. I think we're, we're going to send that one on, on down, downstairs. Sending it down to the old, <laughs> to our old buddy Satan. <laughs> Um, and I do think uh, you bring up a good point in that sometimes it's it really is about like the delivery, mm. um, like even like the ten things I hate about you one. It's yes. like you know she does such an incredible job of like delivering this line that I could see being you know if someone were a big Grey's Anatomy fan and like I haven't watched it mm-hmm. um, and I'm definitely going to right after we finish recording. Um, but yeah, I think delivery is important as yes. well for a lot of these. I, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so the next one that I've got is, like, chunky. And looking at it now, I don't think I'm going to read the whole thing. Um, but it's from Call Me By Your Name, and it's when the father, whose name escapes me, um, is telling Timothy Chalamet, Elio, um, kind of, like, some advice after he has this... Uh, summer romance with army hammer or um oliver in the movie Mm -hmm. um and elio is like so heartbroken like so just yeah really really distraught over this and um the dad says right now you may or may not want to feel anything maybe you never wanted to feel anything and maybe it's not me you want to speak about these Maybe it's not me you want to be speaking about these things. But feel something you obviously did. Look, you had a beautiful relationship, maybe more than a friendship, and I envy you. In my place, most parents would hope the whole thing goes away or pray that their sons land on their feet soon enough. But I am not such a parent. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster than we should that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with somebody new. But to feel nothing so as not to feel anything, what a waste. And then just kind of uh, fast forwarding, speeding. My dad always calls like fast forwarding, speeding. (laughs) I I just love that so much. So I'm going to speedy forward here a little bit. Um, How you live your life is your business. Just remember our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once. And before you know it, your heart's worn out and... As for your body, there comes a point where no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Right now there's sorrow, pain, don't kill it, and with it, the joy you felt. <laughs> it's it's like a really beautiful quote. Like, I just, I can't get over, like, the idea we rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster than we should that we go bankrupt. Like, that, mm. like, I can't. And there's so much nuance with this exchange, of course, between the dad, who's like kind of revealing that he was very similar to Elio and um, probably had like relationships with men or wanted to um, or unrequited feelings with men. Um, But yeah, I feel like I love this because it really connects love to heartbreak and like Mm -hmm. to really know love. I think there's there's a part that you know, there, there is some understanding of heartbreak and there is, um, like to feel love again, like you can't rip, yeah, you can't rip any of those like feelings like outside of you and like never want to feel them again. Like the braver thing is to, to feel the pain, feel the heartache and like know that there's also joy with it. Like there's so many complex feelings with love and it's not always just 
happiness and, and joy and all of that. There's lots of complexity there, which this quote really captures. And those are all the ones we're sending straight to heaven. <laughs> straight to, to heaven. heaven. Absolutely. Uh, I will say this one is not, uh, this, this is two paragraphs of text that I'm looking at. So this is not uh, perhaps as quotable as some of the other ones. But it's, it's still really good. It's yes. a really special moment and really something that sticks out to you. And you're so right about, you know, you have to sort of experience the heartbreak to really understand the love. And yeah. it, like, it even makes me think of Portrait of a Lady on Fire, mm. which is like, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of similar vibes. It's yeah. kind of like we cannot be together for physical and societal reasons. And mm -hmm. like, it's really the, the end of that movie that it's so like touching and like heartbreaking and like that's where you really feel that love is like that absence of it or mm. that like f like having it be forbidden yes yeah and so that's I think why those kinds of things are so powerful totally totally mm -hmm. totally I agree Agree. Agree. Straight to heaven. Straight to heaven. <laughs> not Army Hammer, though. <laughs> not, no, not, yeah. Uh, Army <laughs> Hammer going somewhere is going else. somewhere. <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm just going to go join big with that love, Jackson Hill. Um, okay, so next I have a quote from Little Women, uh, Greta Gerwig's version from, I think, 2019. Um, Joe March, uh, Saoirse Ronan, is saying, I just... I just feel like women, they have minds and they have souls as well as hearts and they've got ambition and they've got talent as well as just beauty. And I'm so sick of people saying that love is all that a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it, but I'm so lonely. Oh, that's heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking. You feel like you want to break outside of this box that you've been put into but you also <laughs> want to experience this very normal human emotion yes yes and i i love that there's like this mention of loneliness because i think that this is a theme actually that comes up so frequently in sex in the city the idea mm. of feeling lonely being lonely ending up alone um and i think that this really pairs with this idea that like that's not especially like for women and just like the the history of of how women you know have been oppressed in in so many ways of like that's all you're really fit for and um I love this like kind of in tandem piece of like no there's I am so sick of that I hate that I hate that so much but also I do want someone mm -hmm. I don't want to be lonely like there there are two pieces of yourself and one doesn't make you less of a feminist and it doesn't make you less of an ambitious person um it's okay to like hold both of those things at the same time absolutely yeah I think our girl Carrie would would get on board with that. Oh yeah. Maybe not so eloquently. She'd be like, uh, "I couldn't help but wonder. Uh, I'm so sick of this, but I'm also so lonely." <laughs> well, I guess I'm not a writer either. Okay, last quote is from Before Sunset, um, and this is part of a, a trio, the Before Trio series. Um, such a good series. One of my dad's favorite movies really before sunset mm -hmm. oh i didn't know wait that. that's oh it's the second one or the last one because uh, before sunrise is the first one okay so i get confused all the time it's very confusing <laughs> my brother 
loves this series too loves all three movies and for christmas one year he got me the criterion collection version of all three films um and then i sit down and i'm like yeah i'm gonna like watch these films and i i don't know if they were like out of order in the box if i put them out of order what happened or if i just got confused because they all start with before um but i started with the last film (laughs) and watched them all out of order (laughs) and really had to piece a lot together (laughs) actually i don't even know (laughs) yeah i don't even think i was like there's i think there's still one movie that i haven't seen um either but i i remember watching and i was like this doesn't feel like the first one they're married with children (laughs) um but anyway the quote being i guess when you're young you just believe there'll be many people you'll connect with later in life you realize it only happens a few times i love this because I think it captures something that Carrie really circles around throughout the series, which is that in re- like in hindsight, you kind of, um, in hindsight, you know, but like when you're young, you're like, oh, there'll be more people. Like there, there has to be so many people. But in reality, the connections, like those really deep connections, like maybe they're not so frequent. Maybe they don't happen with just anyone. And you can connect with lots of people in lots of different ways, but like maybe that really true, like deep, or not true. I don't think I want to use that because that implies that there's a false. And anyway, that really profound, deep connection with somebody is maybe something that is way less frequent than when we're young. We think like, oh yeah, I'm going to encounter this lots. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, there has to be more people than my high school boyfriend. There probably are. That's actually a pretty safe assumption. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe that uh, that doesn't always happen. It's a really beautiful realization. Um, I'm guessing. So I've only seen the first one, which mm-hmm. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, and I'll be wrong. I'm fairly confident the first one is before sunrise because I have seen that one. They meet on a train. I think one of them. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is traveling from Austria to France, I believe. Um, And they have this romantic evening together Mm -hmm. in Vienna. And they like it happens before sunrise. And that's and that's the one I've seen. So this must be the second one. The second one. Yeah. Um, But anyways, it's I think it's so special because often we take the people that we are with for granted Mm -hmm. and to sort of be able to like look back and. I mean, we just released our exes episode and we talked a little bit about um, like we talked a little bit about how like where does that love go? Mm -hmm. And it's like I kind of believe that it's like still kind of there, like not in the same way, but, you know, in its own little special way and like a tiny part of your heart or whatever. Yeah. Um, And this is kind of that it's kind of that like looking back of like, yeah, that was special. Like Mm -hmm. that was a special connection. Um, and with a little like communication and also like in the previous quotes talking about like not having these high expectations of people and not Mm -hmm. expecting perfection and not like, um, you know, understanding, like even in the notebook, like understanding like that relationships take hard work. Yeah. Um, but that special connection is real and strong Mm -hmm. and it's rare. So yeah. Love this quote. Straight to heaven. Straight to heaven. Yeah. One way ticket. One way ticket. <laughs> One way outbox. <laughs> There's no return to sender there. I got that address right. 
heaven. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think Mr. Big has got a few companions in Love Facts Hell, and uh, a few a few more that really set the bar much higher. If y'all have some love quotes that you really love that light your heart aflame, uh, I don't know, you came up with yourself because you are Carrie Bradshaw. You love to write. I don't know. If you have any like love quotes, good scenes from movies you want to share with us, please let us know. DM us uh, a post-it note um, or, you know, if you want to write a novel, go ahead. Um, if you feel so inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no expectations uh, it's valentine's day have fun um yeah or you can send us a voice memo uh with your thoughts we'd love to hear from you but yeah thank you so so much for listening yeah thanks for listening and supporting uh follow us on instagram and twitter at don't hate us pod and we will see you all next time we love you we love you it's love day. we love you we love you so much mm-hmm.